Hi, I'm Amber. I'm Melissa. And you're listening to the AM Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. And today we're just, we have a lot of things we want to cover. So we're just going to jump into it. First, we're going to talk about two different award shows. The first award show that we're going to talk about is the MTV Europe Music Award show, which was going to be held in Paris, France, but was canceled given the volatility of world events and due to the Israel-Hamas war. Um, they didn't feel like it was a moment for global celebration with thousands of lives already lost and it's a moment of mourning. Um, that was a direct quote, the filling part. Um, and I guess the reason that we're talking about this is because Jungkook was going to be performing a special stage and was selected for three categories, best song, best K-pop, and biggest fan. Fans? Sorry. And I also saw somewhere saying that he would have been like the first Korean um, solo artist to be nominated for uh-huh. um, so many categories. I think I only saw it on one news source, so I don't know how true that is, but I'm just going to assume that it is true. Um, I don't know why, but I did. Um, so, yeah, most of what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so my thoughts about this, you know, this is just... It's really sad. It's really sad that this is, um, you know, happening. Um, but, you know, and I think that this was the best decision that they um, could have made. I think it was Paramount that made the decision or I guess that's putting on the event, um, especially with even here in the U.S. I know that there's been events that have been canceled because of threats going on because of the war Mm -hmm. um so and specifically in paris i don't know if it was just in paris or just like throughout france but i know that they've been um i know there was like an 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 attack on someone and they've been dealing with i think maybe like evacuations and like all sorts of things Mm -hmm. going on in their country as well so it does make sense it didn't make sense i guess to have this huge event going on in the midst of all of this um i don't know distress in the world and in their country um so i think it was the best decision that they could have made it would have been nice to see jungkook but there's you know bigger things going on than seeing him perform um but yeah and yeah that's all i was gonna say um and yeah, you're right. There was, I saw, uh, other than someone being attacked in France, I saw that you were talking about evacuation. I think they, like, evacuated, like, six airports or something like that. Oh, wow. Um, For some, yeah, I don't know. Things are getting crazy. And um, also, mm-hmm. the kind of, like, what you were mentioning, like, just keeping people safe. I know. And I mean, I didn't read the entire statement because it was like kind of long. I kind of like shortened it and just kind of took out what I felt was necessary for you guys to understand. Um, But they even talked about how they didn't feel comfortable bringing like the staff and the performer Mm, and and just like everyone there into one place knowing what's happening. Um, And interesting, I didn't know that the award show started in 1994 and they said this is the first time that they canceled it oh wow um, 
Yeah, I was like, I didn't know this was around that long, but I didn't know this was. Yeah, that's a long, long streak. Wait, that's twenty nine years. Wait, wow, I feel old all of a sudden, but okay. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to say that. Uh, but yeah, I think I just feel the same way you do. I don't think I have anything else to add on to it, but I do believe this was like a really good decision for them to do, and I'm happy that they decided to do it and not try to like push for it because I know I feel like sometimes people would still do it no matter what just because it was like already planned but I do like Mm -hmm. that they took into consideration everything that was going on um yeah so that's that's all I have to say you have anything else to say nope okay well you know before we move on from this we did want to say that like we know there is a lot of conflict going on in the world and our thoughts and prayers go out to those affected by what's happening. And um, if you are confused about, like confused or trying to wrap your head around by what's happening with the Israel and Hamas war, um, we have some resources in the description from reputable resources that we use to better understand what was happening. So you could go check those out because we were trying to also just figure it out. And so they were very helpful in learning that information. Um, so, yeah. Um, now, moving on to the second award that we want to talk about, award show that we want to talk about, we're going to talk about the MNET Asian Music Awards, or as most of us probably know, MAMA um, Award nominations. Um, first... I'm kind of like taking this first one personal. Don't know why I was really upset about it. But the first thing we're going to talk about is how RM's Indigo did not get any nominations, even though he was eligible for it. Um, And I just like felt some type of way just because there are so many categories that they had that he could have been in. And I just don't understand why, but I could also be slightly biased about it. Um. Yes, most you got anything else to say? Got anything to say? <laughs> oh, um, I mean, yeah, I thought that was interesting because I think the other, I think all the other members, I can't remember if it's all the other members that have, I think, actually, no, I think all of the other members besides Jen, yeah, I think all the other members besides Jen are nominated in some, at least one category mm-hmm. for Mama, you know. And people online were saying, oh, you know, Jin deserved. And I'm, I mean, not that he didn't, mm-hmm. but I don't know also that he did. Right. Because he put out one song mm-hmm. and it was a good song, but was it like nomination worthy song? I don't know. I mean, it's a feel good song. Yeah. But so would he have been in like a like collab? Like with that's a good question. Cold, like Coldplay or like Song of the Year. Oh, I don't know. Oh. I don't think he would. I don't think it would be Song of the Year. I mean, maybe Best Collaboration. Okay. Because um, Jungkook's uh, song with Seven, the clean version, nominated <laughs> <laughs> for Best Collaboration. Um, I don't know. I guess I would expect Jungkook to be nominated because he already had two singles mm-hmm. out and so I don't know I feel like that's more than one so and they both did like really really well on the charts 
So yeah, I mean, I think it it made sense that Jungkook was nominated in at least one of the categories because he had two singles put out and they both did really well on the charts mm-hmm. um, when they came out. But I don't know. Like, Jin's it was one song and it was right before he went to the military. And I feel like better... Okay, maybe not better. Other <laughs> musicians, <laughs> other artists... Mm-hmm put out music other artists have put out music since then and because that was a long time ago at this point um but it was a good song i mean i bought the album both for his single um it was good but in terms of rm i was i was shocked because i love indigo mm-hmm. like i love pretty much every song besides the one okay i mean i get why he did that one song where like he <laughs> you know the one that sounds like you mean change? Are you talking about change? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, is that, what, is that what it is? I haven't really listened to it change in a while. part two. I think it's part two. Change part two. Okay. Well, yeah, besides, I like all the other songs. Mm-hmm. Like, I just listened to Wildflower, like, yesterday. Um, So, like, I don't know. I feel like that album was just so good. And I feel like they don't know, they don't recognize talent. That's all, that's all I could, that's, that's what I came up with. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to recognize talent because he deserved like the type the people that he had featured on his album were so good yeah so good those at least one of those could have been any of the song any of the collaborations on his album could have been in best collaboration um they could if they wanted to keep it with like like within their <laughs> like with korean like people collaborations they could have done wildflower they could have did um Oh my gosh, the song he did with um Tableau, um that I can't remember right now. I think that's all day, all day. Okay, yeah. Nami knowing this off the back of my head. Yeah, you know you'll change part two. It's part two. Easy to know. Um, even the one he did with Anderson Pack was so good. They were just all good. I mean, I'm, I don't know. I'm a little. I don't understand. I don't understand. But what I have seen online was that, like, because it's, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's kind of an artsy album. Or maybe because it's more, a little bit more on the R&B kind of side, some of his songs. But anyways, what what I was going to say was that, I remember when, even when the his album first came out, like, people were saying how he didn't really, like, people weren't really streaming his music. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if, like, that is taken into account when these nominations are, um, I don't know, when these nominations are, are being done. I don't know if the people are looking at, like, well, how well is this song doing, like, streaming-wise? Um or like how many people have bought the album or mm-hmm. bought singles from the album. Um, so I don't know if that's a factor into it. But I do remember when it came out, like people were saying that like they didn't really support, I guess it wasn't really as, the, his album wasn't as supported by some fans as like V's album or Jimin's album or like, but I don't know. I liked it, so. So are they talking about like in asia it wasn't as supported or just like in general i was talking about in general but maybe 
maybe it's in maybe these are um maybe it's only taken into account like how well the songs are doing in Asia. Yeah, I don't I don't mm-hmm. know how Mama runs, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think I just assumed it was just how well it does in Asia, just because it's the in the Asian music awards, but that could be very single minded of me. Um <laughs> No, I mean, it's an Asian music award show, so I would think that, like, like, what I'm thinking about, like, yeah, I don't know how it is for American award shows either. Like, I don't know if it's just based on, like, I feel like with Billboard, it's a bit more, like, it's been, I think the nominations and stuff are based on how well songs are doing on their charts. Mm-hmm. Um but I mean, there is a worldwide fans choice category, okay. which where winners are determined by global fan votes. Um, but that's just one category. Yeah. So maybe the other ones are. You know what? I really don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. I but I know I like the album. Yeah, me too. We like the album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I think those are all my thoughts about RM's Indigo not being, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a disservice, but I'll move on from it. Um, because, okay, no, no, never mind. I'm moving on. Uh, the next one is just that um, Sugar's People Part 2 was nominated over other songs. And one of the categories, was it Best Rap Song? I think he was in. Um, and the best rap sorry just double checking yeah best rap and hip-hop performance okay so best rap and hip-hop performance i'm a little confused because i mean don't get me wrong it's a good song but it's definitely not what i would consider or what like him being nominated for that category it's not the song i would have chosen i would have chosen like higgum Mm-hmm. Or any other song on the album, actually. Um, maybe not Snooze. Um, like Amygdala. No, that's not really rap. I feel like he's like rap singing in that some parts of it. But I mean, it's still rap. But basically, I'm saying there's other songs that would have been a lot better <laughs> suited for that nomination. And I'm confused because I think it's also selected for Song of the Year. So I wonder if like that song went that's I think that's also why I, I was asking if it was only based, I guess, on like Asian charts, I guess. Like overall over there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how best to say that. But I was just wondering if it was based on that because I feel like globally there would have been like a different choice. Um and I also wonder if that song's maybe the most popular just because, um, not just because, but like there's also two big names on it because IU is on People Part 2 and she's really big. Um, so I wonder if that also helped because I know sometimes when you collab, like when two big artists collab, like that song really blows blows up because it's just so good. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how that's just the two, but like that's just my thoughts on um these two nominations. Yeah, no, I agree. I would have thought maybe Hegum because he did a whole video for that. Mm-hmm. Um and 
I don't know. It was. I feel like that was like that's like the one song that people kind of. I don't know. It was like a big song. I don't know. Was that his title track for the song for the album? I believe so. I can't remember. Maybe it was. But anyways, I feel like Headgum would would have been a better, a better nomination for this category. But that's just me, I guess. Well, and you. (laughs) (laughs) I also think it's funny that like all of BTS is basically on here, like fighting against. I mean, there's other artists. Like I know that they're not the only artists like in certain categories. But I was just, I'm just looking at the like album of the year. And you have August D, and then you have V, and then you have Jimin, and it's just like, why are you all there? What are you doing? <laughs> why are you all fighting against each other? <laughs> so, yeah, um, I think that's kind of all I have to say about the nominations. I might have more to say, like, when the awards happen, and who wins, and who loses, Um or not so much who wins, but like, well, I guess so. I mean, maybe. Or the results. Yeah, the results. Thank you. And maybe some of the performances. I would have more to say about that. But like, so far, that's that's all I have to say. And I guess maybe next time, if we ever discuss nominations again, I'll look more into like how it works. But I also feel like they don't put that information out there all the time. But yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's all additional things I have to say. Do you have anything else? Um, no, I was looking at, um, I think I was looking at one category though, mm-hmm. the song, the song of the year. And it was saying that like a pers- a certain percentage is, uh, there's a judges panel, a certain percentage of, a like, I don't know. Okay. Well, anyway, so I saw that like, as of, at least as of last year, there's like 40% of the decision is based on judges panel evaluation mm-hmm. and then 60% of the decision is made based on digital sound song downloads and streaming. Oh. Um, and that 60% includes 40% from, uh, from South Korea and 20% global. Oh, oh that's what it says. So okay. like they take into account at least part more, I guess, of, of who's streaming, I guess, and downloading the song in South Korea mm-hmm. versus like everyone else. So they don't even include physical album sales. It doesn't look like it. Wow. At least my first song of the year. Okay. That's interesting. Well, I mean, I guess that would make sense because it's a song, not uh, an album. Okay. Oh. They said, and that's, well, that's, yeah, that started, that started in 2022. Because they said prior to 2021, the judging criteria was 20% online voting, 40% expert evaluation, 30% digital sales, and 10% record sales. Okay. I wonder why they got rid of the record sales part. I don't know. Ooh, do you think it's because they know people will buy multiple albums? So it might be Uh, like inflating. Maybe. Inflating it a little. Maybe. Because I guess that would be like an unfair advantage if you had like a bigger fandom than another you could that's pretty easy okay well thank you for that insight melissa i really appreciate your research you're welcome and just a wikipedia search oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's research nonetheless <laughs> okay. okay do you have anything else to say about the award shows 
No, not really. Like you said, I probably would have more to say when the show actually comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be November 28th and the 29th, it looks like, in Tokyo. Um, I don't know when we would... I probably just watch like replay or something mm-hmm. of some of the performances on YouTube. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see which BTS members, members, if they do win any... Mm-hmm. Um, that where they're like and I don't know it just it'll be, it'll be interesting to see yeah who wins yeah. or the results and some of the categories that they're in with other artists like those artists were big like I think there were a few like categories I was looking at and I saw it and I was like ooh this is gonna be a tough one because all of them were good um so yeah in categories where I felt that way I would love to see that but okay enough about awards let's move on to like the core of our episode today um and to transition into that we're gonna give you our k music picks of the week um this week i chose these for us and i don't know it's been on repeat but i think it's also because my mom was listening to it the other day too uh, but she didn't realize it was me and I came like running down the stairs I was like did you play that to get me downstairs and she's like what are you talking about and I was like that's that's a BTS members song and she's like oh I just have it on my R&B playlist oh <laughs> R&B playlist yeah like I guess Amazon yeah. has an R&B playlist and like she'll play that ah. and he's on there and I'm just like oh we've made it okay anyways so I think from then, it's just kind of been stuck in my head. And so I've just been listening to it a lot. I mean, it also was one of my favorite songs. So, yeah. Melissa, what's your pick of the week? Um, My pick of the week is Too Much. Mm-hmm. Um, It's Ken Leroy's song, but, um, <laughs> but Jungkook and Central C are also featured on it. And it recently came out. And it's just really, really good. It's really, really good, you guys. Um, I... Did you know Kilroy is 20 years old? I knew he was young. I didn't think he was that young. I thought he was like 23, 24. He's 20. I guess I thought he was older because I had first heard about him. Well, I guess did we all first hear about him like two years ago, two, mm-hmm. three years ago? When he did the song Stay with Justin Bieber? Uh-huh. That was like two years ago, I think. And I thought he was like 20 back then. So... Anyways, he's very good. He's good. I don't know if, if listening to this song will make me go listen to more Kid Leroy right. songs, but um, he's good. He kind of reminds me. I thought the same thing like a couple years ago that he kind of reminds me of Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not a bad thing because I like Justin. Anyways, it's a very good song. Jungkook sings the chorus. Um, he does very well. And one thing I wanted to say about the music video was that whenever his parts came on, the his background was purple and like there he just that means, you know, Army is all around him and like it's funny how like I guess the directors also think of Army when they think of Jungkook, which is why they put purple in the background and it was just really good. Also, this was my first time hearing Central C. Mm-hmm. Um I had heard his name before, but I didn't know who he was. Yeah, same. Um, and I think I knew he was a rapper. I think I knew he was like a UK rapper, mm-hmm. but I've never heard of his, his, his heard of his music before. And um, I mean, I don't know. He's good. I think he's. I've been watching some reaction videos of the 
video and people who are like more familiar with Central C said that he mostly does he usually does like drill rap mm. um that he's known for like and like apparently I guess he's like known for like putting UK drill rap like on the map or make it more like widely known um which I guess is cool um but you know and you know also I didn't know Killer Roy was Australian mm. I thought he was American for some reason. I didn't know. He's not. You didn't know? No, but I also didn't... I don't know. I don't think I never thought about his nationality either. Either. So... (laughs) I guess I thought because he was... I figured since he was associated with Justin Bieber, he must have been, like, Canadian or American or something. Mm -hmm. But obviously not. But anyways, that being said... I love how this song is just a mash of like literal, like literally people from different regions of the world all coming together in one song. I mean, they're all singing English, so I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it would have been it would have been cool if Jungkook did at least like a verse or part of a verse like in Korean, but it's fine. It's fine. He had a good part. He had a good part, and he did very well. His pronunciation is really, really good. I don't know. Sometimes if something, if a song, you know, isn't in your native language, it can sound, in certain people's native language, it sounds a little bit awkward, but he sounded kind of great. Sounded great, looked great. They all looked great. That's all I was going to say. That was, that, was my, that was my pick of the week. It's a great song. Okay. So now we're going to review two albums that came out within the last two weeks. Uh, the first one we're going to do is TXT's The Name Chapter Freefall. We're going to start with our overall thoughts. Um, and I guess I'll go first. Um, I feel like this is my favorite album from them so far. Not really mm. sure. I can't, I can't put my finger on why, but it really is. I, don't, I thought it after I listened to it the first time, I was like, oh, this is my favorite album so far, for sure. Um, uh yeah because i really enjoyed a lot of the songs and i think the album flowed very well and um it had a nice mixture of like rock pop r&b um there's probably other genres in there but those are the ones that stuck out to me and even like with all these different genres it still flowed well i think that's also why i liked it because sometimes when people do different genres outside of what like they're known for i feel like it feels kind of out of place i like it because i know they're trying something new but it doesn't really it just feels placed that's all um and the last thing i would say it's more like a question for you but is blue spring the song that they sung at their concert when we saw them earlier this year you know when i was listening to the song Uh it sounded like it was it sounded familiar uh-huh. <laughs> so probably okay because i was like i know this song but i shouldn't know this song but i know this song okay because i didn't know if it was a song that was familiar or just the title of the song that was familiar but mm-hmm. something about it was familiar okay okay well those are all my thoughts most of yours um my thought is that i liked it mm-hmm. um it was definitely i feel like it's definitely more rock focused than some of their other albums. Um, I don't know. It was fine. Uh, I don't know. 
I liked it. I agree they had a mixture of genres and it seemed to and it worked well. I do think that, you know, some of the songs I guess I guess it flowed well. I don't know. I feel like was it chasing that chasing that feeling I feel like was a little bit I don't know. I feel like maybe it was the eighties kind of sound of chasing that feeling that kind of made me feel like it was it sounded a little bit out of place to me mm. compared to the others but um I mean I liked it yep okay so those were our overall thoughts and now we're going to move on to our favorite songs let's see you want to go first oh sure okay go ahead so the songs that I like I like chasing that feeling um because I did like the 80s mm. sound um it. it was pretty catchy <laughs> um I also like dreamer um that is it is a bit more the R&B focused mm-hmm. you know you know that that <laughs> stuff <laughs> it is very R&B focused but aside from that it's also sound it also sounds like kind of very like dreamy to me like I don't know it just sounds very vibey and like it's a great song um and i i liked blue spring um and i think yeah i think this this i i'm this is probably the song this probably is the song that they sang because when i was looking at the lyrics i was like this sounds like it's a fan song mm. um because they were talking about i can't remember what they were talking about right now but they're talking about how you're my like warmth or you're my flower or something about that something i remember they kept saying flowers over and over um and like you I would try to help you out but I can't I didn't look up the lyrics (laughs) well I looked up the lyrics because I was like I'm pretty sure this has to be the song that they I guess must have sang probably the concert I didn't know exactly where but I was like this sounds like the song Hmm. Um, but yeah he says Some of the lyrics from Blue Spring was that, you know, when we're high, when we're low, you're always by my side. All my youth is filled with your warmth. You know, things along along that line. I was like, this is very, this is, this, that's pretty. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I really like that song. What about you? Um, So I had three. I like Growing Pain. Um, I love the rock aspect. And it's such a powerful and good, like a powerful song and a good choice as an opening song. And I mm. like the the O's, the O's, the I don't know. I didn't know how to how to say it. But anyways, I liked it. If you listen to the song, you know what I'm talking about. Um the second one I liked was Back for More. I think it has a nice groove and I found it really catchy. And then the last one was Skipping Stones. I DK why I like it, but I do. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes certain songs I'm just like, I like this. What reason? I don't know, but I do. Um, so those those were my favorite songs from the album. Um, now we're going to move on to... Okay, I also want to say this before. We're not going to do um, a m- music video review of... Is it Do It Like That? Is that the one that they mm-hmm. did? Okay. We're not going to do a review of that one. I think it came out like three or four months ago. So we just felt like it's been a long time. So I just wanted to throw that out there first. So that if anyone listening is like, oh, why didn't you guys review that song? Um, I mean, that video. 
this is why. Um, okay, but now I'm going on to the ones that we are going to review. The first one is Chasing That Feeling. Um, when I saw this, I was like, they took the lyrics fall from the sky and like a meteorite seriously because they literally fell from the sky. And when they came in, they were like a meteorite with the little, okay, you guys know what I'm talking about if you see it. Um, and then the last thing, no, two things I want to say. One, no, okay, I'll just say it. I thought it was an interesting choice. I think it was like the last couple, I think like maybe like the last 30 seconds or a minute of the video. I think two of the members had their shirts turned backwards. I should have wrote down who it was. I don't know who it was. I can't remember right now. But I just thought it was an interesting clothing choice to have their shirts on backwards. I was it looked uncomfortable, but I mean it also looked good on them. They made it work. So I think it might just be like a them making it work kind of thing. Um, <laughs> and the last thing I wanted to say is I guess like the glowing spheres that they were following everywhere was the feeling that they were trying to catch. Or are they like superhumans trying to catch powers? Um, oh. I don't know. Sometimes I'm not going to lie. TFC is also like one of those groups where, where it's like some of their videos. I get it. Some of the videos I don't, and I just kind of just roll with it. Um, I think this is one of those videos where I just roll with it. Um, because they was just everywhere on trains, buses, and I was also wondering, do people can people see them? Well, I guess so. Because they because who was walking? Was it Subin that was walking on the street and he ran into people? Young Jun. Young Jun. Okay. I couldn't remember who it was. But yes, he was walking. So, I mean, I guess they see, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just banging. And the lady looked back at him like, uh, excuse you, sir. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. Again, one of those videos that I don't get. But, Melissa, what were your thoughts? My thoughts are kind of in, uh, along the same lines as yours. You know, I thought this was just an interesting video. A lot of special effects. Mm-hmm. A lot of it. Mm-hmm. And it kind of threw me off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um especially i don't know and then to, it, it was i think what threw me off was how like unnatural <laughs> they look sometimes yeah doing some of the things mm-hmm. like i don't know one thing that keeps coming back to my mind is when i think yonjun was like hanging off the back of like a taxi or something yes. like that yes i know exactly I like, what you're talking about <laughs> I was like what is he doing like i don't know he was just like okay and the car was um, even going fast his feet look like there was sprites coming off of it but i'm like yeah he's not going that fast you guys so i don't know what they were trying to chase um so funny sorry but um yeah and also i think when the video first started obviously i must have looked at yonjun a lot sorry (laughs) but um his tattoos Mm. i was was like oh okay that's that's okay it's interesting that kind of threw me off but just because they were just randomly like he was just randomly he randomly had tattoos mm-hmm. i don't know so that but i don't know I mean, he's, they look he look good and they all look good but it was interesting it was just an interesting video um i did like the choreo mm-hmm. i like i think were they in a sewer in the beginning i thought they were like maybe yes. in a sewer they they went through the ground so yeah i'm assuming it's okay. a sewer okay i remember was it taehyun who came whose head popped out of the pothole I think that was um Kai, Hyunin Kai. Kai, it was Kai? Yeah. The one okay. are you talking about where he was sitting um like on the street? Like he was in 
like popped out of the manhole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was him. I mean, I thought that part was weird too because it looked so fake, but <laughs> it was so fake. But yeah, it did. Um, okay, so I like the beginning with the part where they did the choreo. I guess when they were in the sewer. Yeah. Um. Um. Also, I'm kind of over like this like uniform they keep putting them in like the long with like the long shorts and like or like the shorts mm-hmm. and the long socks I'm like so I had to look up how old they were because I was like why they keep putting them in these like schoolboy type of outfits mm-hmm. the youngest member I think is 22 no 21 mm-hmm. and so I'm like at what point are we gonna grow out of this and like how you go from Sugar Rush Ride to having the schoolboy shorts again <laughs> exactly <laughs> I don't know. I was like, huh? I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I thought Sugar Rush Ride was like them growing up, mm-hmm. like they're like in their twenties, they're like Sugar Russian. Like, I don't know. It's just it was interesting. I don't know. The it's the thing that's weird for me about them is that like it seems like they want us to see that they're like grown growing up. Mm-hmm. That's the same, but then they'll turn around and like be like oh but they're young like I don't yeah. know it's just weird is it because they feel like their audience like some of their audience is younger and so they they want to make them feel mm-hmm. I mean I don't know I, I honestly to goodness I mean like I like them I'm 30 so at least I know people our age like them or we could just be the only two. I don't know. But I don't think we're the only okay. two. I mean, we don't like them like that. I mean, I like their music mm-hmm. and I do like them as like performers. So it's not that it's a psyche them is weird. But I see what you mean. Like, I guess they have a younger audience. And so they're trying to like maybe bridge that gap between like, yes, they have fans that are probably a bit older mm-hmm. and might like certain types of songs and performances from them, but then they have to remember that there are, you know, they still have, they do have younger fans, too, mm-hmm. that are maybe, that are younger than them, and so they're trying to maybe appeal to both sides? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Because, I mean, not to compare. I really don't want to compare. But look how long it took BTS to finally, like, do some grown-up stuff. Like, it took them a while. Not, I mean, okay. When Blood, Sweat, and Tears was, like, 20, wasn't that, like, 2016? Yeah. And that was four years after they debuted? Yeah. Four, I don't, you think three Blood, years. Sweat, and Tears is, like, grown? I would consider that to be grown. Oh. Compared to, like, dope. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was just thinking about, I guess, to me, Blood, Sweat, and Tears is, like, baby stuff compared to what we see them doing now so i don't know but okay I mean, you mean, do you mean like in their solo eras or the as a group i mean because like they even be wilding out on tour and i feel like they wouldn't have done oh, that yeah. back then so that's why i was thinking like i don't know where i was going with that i don't know either because but i was just i think you know what i think i was just saying that i don't know if they're going to like just automatically switch to being like grown or really wanting to like fully dive into it because they're still trying to mm. appease some of their younger audience 
like i feel like maybe they're just in their transition phase hmm. which is what i'm trying to say because i feel like bts was in their transition stage for a while and then finally they like got on the other side of it i think that's what i was trying to say okay okay yeah i guess i mean on yeah i guess because i mean like on tour they can act however they want. I guess I was thinking about like songs that they've done as a group that would make me think like, oh, they're grown now. And for me, like when I saw Blood, Sweat, and Tears, I mean, maybe that was like their transition song. I don't know, but I felt like that was kind of grown compared to what they've been putting out before that. Um, but then, but I think maybe like Pied Piper and like Dimples a little bit, a little bit more like. A little bit more grown and that was a few years later or a couple years yeah like a couple years later but txt debuted in like 2019 20 so it's been four years so i don't know i also just feel like i think we talked about this before too but like with the pandemic i feel like yes these groups were that had just de- recently debuted before the pandemic were still making music but i don't know for some reason to me it just feels like I don't know. I feel like it was, it was a little bit... I feel like the growth was a little bit, like, stunted mm-hmm. because of the pandemic. Even though they were making music, I don't know. I don't know where I was going, really. <laughs> Just that I was tired of seeing them in shorts and long socks. That's all. Yeah, but I don't know. I guess, yeah. I hope they stop. I mean, it's nothing... I, yeah. I mean, if they do put them in it, I could only see it for, like, quote-unquote nostalgic reasons but as far as like music videos like maybe on tour they might do that but i mean i feel like i would be okay if i saw them in that on tour for like maybe like just to go back to some of their like older songs mm-hmm. but in music yeah. videos it needs to stop yeah i understand yeah um yep oh you have anything else to say about chasing that feel then no it was a good song though even though i thought this video was weird it's a good song okay I agree. Um, the next music video that we that we did, that they did, that we're going to cover, is um, "Back for More," but this version is featuring Anita. Um, my thoughts on this was that the choreography felt very Michael Jackson inspired. That's probably what they were kind of going for. Um, mm-hmm. And I really like this music video. The best out of the ones that they put out just because it was very performance heavy and I really love I think they're really good dancers so I really love oops sorry if you heard that guys I hit my computer um I really I really love watching them dance because they're so good and they look really good in this um in this music video and for some reason Supin stuck out to me which he normally doesn't but he did this time and Mm -hmm. Yeah, just think they look cool in their suits and stuff. I mean, it wasn't, yeah, it was just mostly music. Yeah, it was just performance because there wasn't any anything like major or grand about the music video itself as far as like setting because it was just like a stage. So, yeah, Melissa, what were your thoughts? Um, yeah, I also really liked the choreo. Um, and I did like that it was like a big like stage performance. Um, because it, uh, I don't. Uh, I don't know. They probably made the music video before they did the performance at the VMAs. 
Um, and if that's the case, I think they did really well of translating, like, the music video onto the stage of the VMAs. I don't know, it just reminded me so much of it. And um, I don't know, I liked it. I liked that it was, like, this big, like, showy, like, I don't know, I felt like I was, like, at a Broadway show or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but I also think that it just made sense with the music because there's certain part that certain part of the music where it's, like, it crescendos or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think like right before the chorus, that part was like right before the chorus. Um, it made sense with like the lights like getting brighter and stuff. It was cool. Um, so yeah, I think I also liked it. Like you, like like I didn't mind that there wasn't a lot going on because I also just like watching them dance too. <laughs> and the choreo was really good. Um. So yeah, I also really liked um, Anita's part. Um, she's I don't know really any of her music, mm-hmm. um, but she is a really good singer and a really good dancer. Um, and she looked really great. I really liked her. I liked her outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, and even when they performed um, together at the VMAs, I thought, wow, like, she's able to, like, I mean, the dance moves that she was doing with them weren't, like, necessarily simple. Like, I feel like sometimes when the, when K-pop groups are with other artists and that artist isn't, like, the best dancer, they'll give them, like, really, really simple moves to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But she was, like, doing, like, real dancing with them and was, um, keeping up with them and but even but I guess she she must like dance like for real for real like even with her own performances because when she did her did she just do I think she I can't I think she only did one other song at the VMAs like by herself um she had a lot of choreo in that um anyways I was just saying they did really well together and I liked her part um, and I like the song, and I like the video. You have anything else to say? <laughs> that was it. Okay. All right. So next, we're gonna move on and talk about our last review. It's DPR Ian's Dare Insanity EP, and we're gonna start with our overall thoughts. Melissa, what are yours? So, I wanted a better understanding of the Dear Insanity EP. Um, I knew it was related to his other two, which was Mood Swings in Disorder and and Mood Swings Into Order. Um, I guess this is like kind of like the third. I don't know. I don't know if he plans on if this is like the end of his... I don't know. Anyways, well, anyways, I looked it up, um, and basically, I saw that that this EP is a, is actually the prequel story to Mido's creator, Mr. Mm-hmm. Insanity, um, and that this EP is basically um, following Mido on his journey to and throughout the dreamlike realm known as the Other Side, which I got from the music videos. Um, so. I that at least that much I understood. Um, and so anyways, as he traverses through the other side, Ian um slowly begins to lose his sanity 
bit by bit, thus fully, thus fully turning into the, his new alter ego, Mr. Insanity, at the story's climax. So before Mido, there was Insanity, um, which is interesting. Um, and I and knowing at least some of that background was helpful for me in watching the music videos because um, I could kind of understand a little bit more of what the vision was um, or the intent was for the EP because um, I could see in the music videos um, like like how the themes of like chaos and youthfulness are shown um, just throughout the music videos. Um, but in general, I think my overall thoughts is that the album itself has great production, great lyrics, deep lyrics that I didn't fully understand and I probably still don't understand and I need to go back and like actually figure out what he was saying because I know it's deep. Um, but I also just like how he sticks stuck to um, a consistent storyline and theme throughout the EP um, from the intro all the way to like the end. I don't know. I just like how the intro is Dear. I think was it like is it like Dear Insanity or Dear Mr. Insanity? It's Welcome to Insanity, I think. Oh well. Let me double insanity. check. Let me double check. Oh nope. Famous last words. And then after that it's welcome to the other side. Oh, uh, okay. Maybe I'm thinking of the lyrics. The lyrics for the first song is like Dear Mr. Insanity. Basically it's it's like a a not a love letter. A letter <laughs> a letter to I guess that part of himself. I just feel like he set up the album really well, or the EP really well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those are my thoughts. What about yours? Um, I've, I want to comment on some things. Uh, what you just said, I agree with. Um, I think he really did set it up really well. Because I was thinking this album tells a really good story um, from the beginning. And, and the second thing I wanted to... Thank you for the background on like what this album was about. Um, I wish I would have known that before I watched the music videos because I think it would have helped me out a lot. So some of my review might kind of be answered by what you said, but I'm still going to say it anyways. Um, when the music video comes around. Um, but other than those two things, um, I just want to say that, like, I always love where his mind goes on these albums because, like, I never know what to expect from him. Like, I used to, like, try to figure it out. I'm like, oh, let me let me try to figure out what he's going to do. And then at some point, I'm just like, why even bother? Because you don't know. Um, and then I'll say when I first heard the album, I wasn't really sure how I felt about it, but I feel like with his albums i need to listen to them a few times because he expresses complex and deep ideas and emotions that i typically don't pick up on the first listen and it's just i don't know how he does it and sometimes even after listening to it a couple times i still don't fully understand but maybe that's like the point for you to never really have a grasp on what's being said um because maybe that's the point to make you feel like what's going on you kind of feel like the insanity that he's feeling in some of the lyrics and just like in the Mm. whole moment so that might be it but I could be wrong too but I mean that's just just how I feel right now um (laughs) 
But other than that, I don't have anything else to add. Um, I guess we'll just move on to our favorite songs then. Melissa, what are your favorite songs? So similar to you, like I feel like I need to listen to oh. this album a few more times mm-hmm. before I like actually have a good under. I don't know. Cause I don't know if it's like a, if I'm not supposed. To, I don't know because I kind of agree with you that like maybe I'm not supposed to like understand, mm-hmm. but just yeah. maybe the albums are more for us to get a glimpse into his life or what he feels every day. And maybe it's not for us to necessarily understand, but to just, you know, a peek into his life, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, but at the same time, I feel like maybe I should at least get an understanding of what he's trying to, like, what he's trying to tell us through his music. Anyways, the point is, um, right now, I only have one song that I really do enjoy listening to and I think part of it's because I looked up a little bit more what the meaning was mm-hmm. and I was like oh wow then that with knowing that like of course I really like this song because I like I like the beats for a lot of the songs mm-hmm. and I know that the lyrics are like deep and complex but I don't know enough about what the songs are about to be like oh this is something that I don't know to say that it's like my favorite song I guess Versus just a song of the album. But, um, so anyways, the song, I didn't even say the song. The song is Peanut Butter and Tears. I really like that song. Um, so yeah. What about you? Um, that's also one of my favorite songs. I, I think this was, this was one of his like pre release songs. And when I heard it, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, this song is so good. Um, and then other than that one, I like Don't Go Insane. Um, yeah, I just really liked it. And I think it also helped that there's a video for it. Um, Mm -hmm. and so it really helped me like visualize everything as well. I don't know. Okay. I'm not even going to go into this. I'm just going to (laughs) go into the next part. Do you have anything else to say about favorite songs? Um, not really. Just that, um, I agree with you about like, Sometimes, and I don't know if that's why Peanut Burn Tears is also one of my one of the songs. I think because it came is the one that came out like the earliest, mm-hmm. so I've had more opportunity to listen to it more. And then, like, yeah, having the music video to go with the songs helps you visualize more of what the song is about. Mm-hmm. So that's all. I don't have anything more to say. <laughs> so speaking of Peanut Butter and Tears, we're going to talk about that music video. Um, so kind of, I just want to like say this and I feel like I've already said it but I'm gonna say it again but I don't think I will ever fully grasp his message or concepts for his videos but I love them and I think they're creative and just visually pleasing and he just really like takes you on a trip and that being said I feel like this video really gives you a glimpse of the story and the ride he's about to take you on through the uh, because like it starts the story for the next two music videos too you like you know where it's coming I mean not fully I still don't fully understand whatever it starts it for you and you kind of get an idea of where he's going with it all um and so I guess I really have more questions than comments but we'll just roll with it um the first I had a question of like what do these colors represent I know he because he uses a lot of I think it's like purple, green. I think I saw purple, green, pink. 
I think might be mm-hmm. also another color. I know green is mentioned in one of his lyrics in the song. Like I think green is like a safe, a safe color, but I don't mm-hmm. fully know. I can't remember what song it was, but I remember hearing it. Um, and yeah. And then the second question I have was like, what's up with the full bodysuit people? I don't know what they're supposed to represent, but I don't know. I don't think I ever will know unless I look at like an article where he goes like in depth about it at some point. Um, but uh, some other comments that I had was that um, I like I like the part where he becomes like animated. It was like this part. I think when he said, mm-hmm. I think it's when he actually says peanut butter and tears or my tooth. I think it was the tooth one. The tooth part. Okay. Yeah, because okay. I thought that was cool too. Okay, because it was like, but he didn't. I was like, oh, you look so cool. Like, oh, <laughs> but it could also become like that part. He always has his shirt off, so it's like, ah! anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, but that part, I don't know. I, I honestly, okay, regardless of his shirt, but he could have had a shirt on in that part. But there's just something about him that looks so cool in that part. Whenever he's like with the, I guess you could call it a band. Because he has, like, the whole mic. Like, there's just something cool about him. I don't know. That's what I like. And then I also just want to say, this video, there's something, like, childishly creepy but fun about it. But I also feel like that's with, like, all of them. And I don't know if he did that on purpose. I don't know. But it's, I don't know. It's just part of this that made me feel like there was, like, a youthfulness to it. But then other parts, like, when, like, the little claw hand came out at the end made me feel a little creeped out. But, like, I was also just kind of having fun going through this ride. I don't know. It's, I feel like you guys are going to hear me say a lot of I don't know when I talk about these music videos. But that's all I have for this one. Melissa, what are your thoughts? Well... First, I just want to say that I also had the same question. I didn't know who the full bodysuit people were. Mm. Um, so can't answer that question. Um, but I do think that... Um, uh, so I think the... So I guess the little boy is him. And I guess when I looked up like a little bit more about what the song means, um, I think it's him like going through... like his memories i don't know what significance like the dentist has though for him like in his memories um but i saw that he said that the song is about the fading playfulness of youth and the bittersweet journey into adulthood so maybe that's why there's things that are like youthful but then like creepy things like with the claw and like just scary things and probably both of the videos because i feel like in the other video that we haven't talked about yet there was also like some like scary kind of things mm-hmm. um going on um so basically the song and video are meant to portray the chaos of understanding yourself the concept of peanut butter and jelly going together so for that what i think they also meant was how like i think i saw somewhere else where he was using peanut butter and jelly as something that's like familiar like to like in our in people's youthfulness and youth mm-hmm. and people's youth <laughs> and like kind of replacing the jelly with tears like to oh. represent like adulthood I guess and like growing up um 
and, and the pains of that, I guess, or the struggles of that. But um, anyways, and then the it's also meant it's also meant to portray that you can still have fun in life even after you've grown up, which is probably why there's still like playfulness in it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, I think I was gonna say this, say this about all the music videos, but I just thought that overall the editing was really really good, mm-hmm. but that's to be expected because <laughs> it's him. Um, <laughs> and DPR is just that good um, as a group. So. Yeah, that's all I was going to say. Okay. So now we're going to move on to the second music video, which is So I Danced. Um, I just had a few comments on this. The first one is that I thought it was interesting. I don't know what this represents. See, I have an issue with figuring out what everything represents because there's a part where he's sitting down and he has like a little halo, but it's gold and then it turns to black. And I just thought that was, like, a, a nice little detail. And I wonder if that goes back to what you were talking about, like, going from childhood to adulthood. If, like, mm-hmm. you know, the gold maybe represents... Because, I don't know, when I think of, like, a gold halo, I think of, like, an angel. So I wonder if that's, like, your innocence, like, you're good. Or, like, as you grow up, you so, slowly start to lose your innocence and you see things for what it is. Mm-hmm. Or, it's like, or your innocence gets tainted as you grow up. That's why it's turned to black. I'm not going to go through this, but that's what I'm going to believe. Okay. Um, And then in the video, I thought it was kind of, it made me giggle when I saw this because he was, when they were robbing the bank, like he took the sunglasses and like at the bottom it said subscribe. And I just thought it was funny because I was watching it on YouTube. So it just made me think of like a YouTube creator and I was just like, don't forget to subscribe. And that's what it made me think. Um, And then also, I guess, I mean, everything's going back to what you were saying earlier. But um, the next thing I wanted to say was that I was like, oh, so Mitro, Mitro, Mito is chasing them. And I love the connection to his previous album because when they're running away from the bank, um, he goes, is that Mito? And they're like, yeah. So the last thing I want to say is that I also love the sign that said now leaving Emerald City um now come back dreamers and the tornado scene I also like that part but it made me wonder if it was somehow connected to like the Wiz or the Wizard of Oz I mean the Wiz and the Wizard of Oz are same story just different I mean what okay the Wiz had <laughs> the Wiz that's a black version. Yeah, I was say. trying to avoid saying the black version and the white version, but that's all I can say. Um, but anyways, I just thought it was interesting that um they said like now come back dreamers. Cause I do feel like Emerald City and the Wizard, the Wizard of Oz, like just the story in general was like where people went because they believe that like, you know, the wizard could, you know, um grant their wishes make their dreams come true so i thought that was really interesting and um adding the tornado part to it i'm very sure there's probably some significance there but um i don't know that just really stuck out to me Mm. and so yeah that's all those are all my thoughts what are yours melissa um yeah i didn't make the connection between like the tornado i didn't i missed the sign but you always notice i didn't know i didn't miss the halo too so i don't know (laughs) Uh, but it's an interesting connection um, to the Wizard of Oz and the tornado. 
I think that that there is something there. I think that that could be something. It makes sense to me, because well, because a tornado took Dorothy from her home in Kansas to this magical land mm-hmm. or other land. I don't know, dreamland. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. Um, because I feel like I think it was. I think she was dreaming. I think she was dreaming. You remember in the end of the movie, they were like trying to wake her up. And I think the actual people, yes. Uh, oh my god! Are you talking about the Wiz or the Wizard of Oz? I don't remember the Wiz. I remember it's Ease on Down the Road. Oh, I but... watched the Wiz more than anything, because uh, I know in the Wiz she like was like running out, like she was walking, and okay. then she came home. But I also thought the Wizard of Oz was the same way. Maybe it wasn't. She was walking and she was like coming, trying to come home in the Wizard of Oz one, but it, there was like a tornado or some. Oh wait, wait, are you talking about the end or the beginning? The end. Yeah, though the end, she walked out too. Or oh, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So at least in the Wizard of Oz, she tapped her heels three times. Said, "There's no place like home." Mm-hmm. She went back to Kansas where she awakened in her bed oh and she and she's attended to by her aunt uncle and the farm hands and um some professor oh who um and as dorothy just then door as Dor- it says on wikipedia says as dorothy describes oz telling the farm hands and the professor they were there too she gratefully exclaims there's no place like home so i think it was all a dream mm. And I think the people that she, that she was think that that was that like the the lion and all those other the scarecrow and the tin man were all I think people that she was like normally around <laughs> in her real life. You know, now she's thinking about it. I think in the Wiz that happened too. I think she was asleep too, and she was awakened. I think in the beginning she was chasing after Toto and got lost. I think that's yeah, right. Yeah. I confused. Okay. <laughs> Because I'm starting to get this vague memory of her being awoken. <laughs> okay, sorry, go ahead, sorry. Okay. Oh, it's settled to say, I think there's a connection there. Mm. That, like, that, you know, that maybe Ian, you know, I'm not even going to go there. Uh, there's a connection, though, there, there, I think. I agree with you. Uh, but actual thoughts, just overall, I thought the editing was amazing, as usual. Um, um, I was able to follow the storyline pretty much. It was basically that they're in the other side, which they announced in the music video, like on the screen. Um, and the main person, Mr. Insanity, is robbing a bank. He's interrupted by Mido, which um, I thought that part was really, really cool. Um, how the colors change and like there was a tornado and everything. I thought that part was really cool. Um, and. Yeah, basically. Um, I like the video. Okay, so moving on to the last music video we're going to cover today. It is Don't Go Insane. Melissa, what are your thoughts? My first thought is that the editing in this one is also really good. Mm -hmm. Um, I read online that this the purpose of the song or what the song supposed to be about or is about is um that it deals with false realities and betrayals 
which is why the music video showcases like a nightmare realm within the other side um and also apparently i didn't really hear it but maybe i gotta go back and listen to it because i was also like listening to it to see which one which one's like I really liked but apparently throughout the EP they're supposed to be like howling of wolves I don't know if you heard anything like that I feel like I may have heard it once but doesn't he even like even in one of his songs mention wolves like the wolves are getting him or pulling him I think so Um, but anyways no I Maybe. don't I don't think I think I might have only heard them once but not throughout the whole album I don't know I read that online. I think I put, I think I read it on Genius, maybe. Mm. For some reason, because I don't know, I've noticed, I don't, they don't do this for all, a lot of the songs that, like, we normally review. Mm. But for some reason, for pretty much all his songs, there was, like, at least some little, like, explanation um, at the beginning. Because we for need the it. songs. We need it. That's why. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> we need it. <laughs> I was like, oh, this seems new. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, apparently there's probably maybe maybe if we go back and listen to it, be like, oh, there's howling, like maybe in the background. I don't know. But apparently there's there's howling of wolves that seem that that are heard throughout the EP, um, which seem to be coming for Ian, which could be a metaphor for his manic alter egos coming to take over him um and in this song particularly don't go insane ian keeps trying to convince himself he's sane while losing his insanity um so that's like the premise of the song that i've heard that that i read about um so which i could see i mean you're probably i think you're gonna go more into like the details of the video and so you go ahead but basically that's just the premise, and I just want to say I like the video and I like the song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Based on what you said, I think that answers one of my questions because I was like, was there an inner battle happening between like the striped suited him, which gave me um, Beetlejuice vibes, um, especially when he was in the military, like when he rose up. I was like, that's Beetlejuice. Let me not say. Let me not say that man's name one more time because you know you're not supposed to say it three times. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's what it reminded me of but um also but basically i was thinking was it are those the two people that are fighting to take over him because also in the beginning of that um oh, no wait am i getting confused with another music video no this was at the beginning where there was like him at the piano and then him writing right mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. because so I thought him that had the because he plays everyone, so I really have to describe the outfits. Because I thought the him that was like writing on like the pad, like he had the black shirt on in the beginning, and he was like, it was like the purple suit of him was playing the piano, but then it like it flashes, it like it cuts to him wearing the um the black outfit. I wonder if I thought the black outfit him was like ian the person like the the main guy the body i'm gonna okay. say the body and i thought maybe the two suit <laughs> i don't know how to explain this properly and i thought maybe like the stripe suited him and like the purple suit like were like oh. fighting to take control because they kept like 
I don't know, it just felt like different, like they just kept bouncing. And like, this is why I'm wondering if the colors represented anything. Because often mm. when they were like, I guess, quote unquote, trying to take control, um, there were like different colors going into his eyes. It was like green, purple. And it was just like, oh. and forth. I think it was purple. Um, but I just kept seeing those. I was like, what is happening here? I'm confused. Um, but yeah. And then also, I like the little, um, the dance he did when he was in the purple suit. I think he had, that's when they had like the, I guess you could call them like clown looking people dancing with him. Okay. At the end. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This was all chaotic. I think this is the one where I was just like, what is happening? What is going on? I'm confused. And I just feel like I would have to watch it like 20 more times to understand. I feel like even after watching it 20 20 times, I don't think I would know. I was going to say that maybe that's like the point of the video. Like maybe that's that's what he feels like in his head. Like all of the bouncing around of different people trying to take over him Hmm. um because that would make sense to yeah the the that that would make sense to what i was saying earlier i guess about his manic alter egos coming to take over him Mm -hmm. maybe those are all his like different alter egos um all his highs and like lows that he talks about in his real life maybe it was so bad for him yeah so like a lot like i'm sitting here like what what's happening like what what's going on like i can't i just feel like i'm always like 30 steps behind what's actually happening so if that's how it is in real life like i just don't know how he does it it's a strong person um but yeah i don't know what else i was gonna say um but i think that's that's all for this one i don't know i I feel like this was, like, the end of, like, the story that he was telling through these two music videos. Um, we kind of see where everything is. It's just, I think it's very interesting that he chose to do, um, like, it's very dark. Like, the whole, all the videos have, like, this really dark, but then, like, the colors are bright. Like, that bright, like, in, uh, what music video? Was it Peanut Butter and Tears? I don't think it was. I think it was so I so I dance. Is that the one where he had the he had like that yellow and pink suit on? It was like checkered. I don't remember. And, I thought I thought I thought that was one where he had the striped one on. No, no, that's this one. Don't go insane. Yeah, but I don't know. All of them were colorful to me. That's what I say. Like I just feel like the, it was just interesting. That, like the props and the people, like the people within it, had bright like was really bright but the the scenery around him was really dark and so I just thought Mm. it was just really interesting and I think that's why I also just kind of felt like I was never standing like the best way the best way for me to explain what I was feeling was like I felt like I was never standing on two feet I was always like moving or I was always off balance trying to like figure out which way to go um which again it's probably the whole point of it um but yeah, that's that's all. Okay. Well, is there anything else you wanted to say about anything that we talked about today? No, I think I think I think I said everything. Okay, me too. <laughs> um 
Well, that's it for today's episode. Let us know your thoughts about the topics we discussed today. You can let us know on Instagram and Twitter at the underscore AM podcast. The links are in the description. If you like this episode, please subscribe and rate us. Thank you for joining us this episode. We hope you stay safe and we will talk to you next time.